rum and brew with us. <laughs> this is RNGNT with Christine Cookie Solis and Sarah Scott. It's locked with your random sips of life and gaming. Hello again, this is RNGNT. I'm Christine Solis, aka Cookie, and I'm joined by my co-host Sarah Scopic. How are you doing, Sarah? I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing? Doing well, thank you. And we also have our producer Lloyd. How are you doing, Lloyd? Yeah, I'm doing pretty good today. <laughs> good, good. Again, we stream our episodes live on twitch.tv slash rngnt. We love for you to join us in our discussions as we do read the Twitch chat and comments. Um, and our podcast is also available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher. Wait, Google Podcasts is not a thing anymore, right? <laughs> they call it some, the, the podcast that Google operates. It's, yes. It's on there. Anywhere. Anywhere, any podcast app, Stitcher, Spotify. Don't forget to leave us a review. It's been a little dry, and we do want to read out some great reviews. Joining us right now is Brianne Pollock and Rachel Feinberg. Together, they founded Ateo, an esports clothing company. They make the most comfiest clothing, not just for esports and gaming, but just an all-around comfy for everyday wear. A year and a half ago, Brianne and Rachel joined us in our previous podcast shows. So thank you again for both joining us. Thanks so much for having us. We're both excited to be here. Yeah, great. Again, I'm so stoked that you're back here with us. and. So it's really, really funny. It's our one-year anniversary episode. It's our episode number 13, and it's really funny. In our past episode, our past podcast, I don't know why I keep saying episode, <laughs> our past past podcast, you are also on our episode number 13. So, Wow, it all kind of works out. That's it, crazy. Right? Yes, it does. <laughs> it's destiny. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so in our last interview, we went over how you guys develop Ateo. Since we last spoke, like a year and a half ago, um, how has the growth of your, of in your esports communities been? I mean, I remember interviewing you both of you last last year, um, and the next thing I know, I went over to the Riot Games L L LCS Studios, and I saw your product on the on the storefront. I was like, holy crap, this is amazing. <laughs> and then I see a fan, like, all dressed head to toe in a tail gear. I mean, how was your growth in the esports communities? I think it's been a pretty crazy year and a half. We've had a lot of surreal moments, like the LCS store that we kind of thought were many years ahead of us that all kind of happened within the last year and a half. Um, so I think we're really grateful for everything that's happened. Our community has really kind of blossomed and our Discord is really fun and active. We've got to do some great collaborations. Um, and I think even throughout all of the crazy 2020 stuff, we've been really successful and been able to have a great business and a great community. So I think it's been an amazing year and a half. Yeah, it's been an adventure. I actually <laughs> forgot that the LCS store yeah. was this year until you said it. <laughs> but yes, that was so cool. And we got to set it up and it was really exciting because we love Lee. So it was really awesome. Yeah, it was an amazing moment. I loved it. <laughs> well, um, seeing that you guys uh, have a community that watches Overwatch League, is there anything you're looking forward to the next season? I think that the Homesteads 
obviously were great and then they stopped. I think I'm really looking forward to them happening again. I think that as like a society at large and like gaming and Overwatch, I think people are really excited to see their people again. And I think that it will be really different, but I think that it'll be so special and cherished. However it comes back, whether it's smaller, probably in two years. But I think that for me, like I'm really looking forward to when things get to be in person again. And I think that that's, those in-person events are like one of the most magical spaces within the Overwatch community. And I think that that'll be really fun. I think people will value it even more than they did before. That's awesome. For sure. <laughs> also talked about how much you enjoyed your time at the homestead. I didn't get yeah. to go um, <gasps> last year. Yeah, so I've been to a bunch of the Overwatch events and um, I went to finals in Philadelphia. And so I think that those things have been awesome. And I think these in-person events are just great. And I think the community is waiting for them to come back. It is. Sure. Yeah, it's definitely been hard this past, <laughs> since March, staying in. Like the, the vibe is so much different, so, so much more different when you are actually in live. Um, being there with the crowd and actually watching the players play doing what they do best and we're cheering on so I actually do miss that too um, but what are some of the pros and cons of working with esports community I mean like I hate to mention champion um, but it felt like it helped strengthen and bring light to Ateo like hey we have this smaller business that's a does way better products than Champion. I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. For those that don't know, a very big business made a product that looked a lot like ours. And I think in how we responded, Brienne did a We both are very different people, and Brienne, I think, should get a lot of credit in how kind and eloquently we told our story. Yes. Uh, and I think that we tried, she made a point to me, and then I think it read through the tweets that we want to be true to ourselves and who we are as a brand and how we interact with our community. And so really being nice, being thoughtful, sharing our story was really how we wanted to approach it. And I would say that it's one thing when like the 40 people that are always active in Discord engage with the tweet. We kind of knew that would happen. We're so touched. It's amazing. But then it started like going viral and like outside of these people, it was now in gaming esports and now it was like with mainstream celebrities and it's one thing to retweet something but then to order something like when so many millions of people don't even have jobs right now it's like i'm gonna start crying it's just been a long week probably but um it's overwhelming we just sat like at my pc looking at our orders and they just kept coming in and so i think that people are choosing to not just support us but like spend money with us um it means so much like it's such a hard time for a small business we're not able to sell things in person. It's hard to sell a product online. And this idea that people really cared that we had spent two and a half years, it's now been like four, going to events, testing products, like missing family events, like not having a social life because like we really cared about what we were building. And I think it was a great way for us to kind of share our story. And I think I owe a lot of respect to my partner. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was really nice to see that the story that resonated with people is the true story of how much we care about our product. Yeah. And I think that made a really big impact on us as people, knowing that people care so much about this thing that we care so much about. Um, and I, so I think we're just really grateful to all the people who supported us and all the community that became a part of that. 
That's wonderful. Um, definitely turning something that <laughs> kind of a bad situation into um, something really meaningful and also dollars help, right? You know, it is a very impactful. So that's really cool. So looking through your Discord, you guys seem to kind of hit the same trends that we have in ours with Animal Crossing and food, especially snacks. But we just have to know, and I'm sure our audience wants to know, um, are there any games in particular that uh, you two have been binging? The beginning of quarantine, I was like everyone else playing a lot of Animal Crossing. <laughs> like Rachel, we have a call now, and she's like, "No, no, 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 no! I can't actually like, do this thing." And then I broke a switch. I needed a new switch. Like a lot of Animal Crossing. Then I kind of, I guess, burnt out. I probably should like go back on because like I know there's new things. Uh, but then I feel like stressed about getting playing again. So I don't know. I haven't gone there. Um, I've been playing Among Us recently. I think it, like, it's really funny that we've gone from, like, planting flowers to, like, killing astronauts. <laughs> yes, you know, absolutely. You know, lots have been an adventure, so I've been playing that. Um, I tried to get, like, my roommate, who's not a gamer, and my mom, and everyone to play. I think because, like, that's also awesome about Among Us is that, like, it's really low barrier of entry. Everyone, like, kind of gets the premise. Uh, yeah, so I think that's the games recently. Um, we've been watching a lot of YouTube. I like how the streams are there now um a lot of youtube yeah. streams among us yeah i think i've been watching a lot of twitch streams because i miss the like personality twitch chat all of that kind of stuff it's been it's nice that as a community we have that resource that we can go and talk to people and interact so that's kind of where i've been spending my time awesome well a lot like us then <laughs> yes. yes um with covid hitting us full swing again and how has Zateo weathered the virus? Like, do you have any advice for other small budding businesses like your own? Like, how did you get through it? I mean, it's hard. It's hard because nobody really knows what the world looks like in a week, in a month, in six months. So it's really hard to plan. I think we tried to figure out at the beginning of quarantine, like, what was important to us as a business beyond just selling products? And I think we kind of decided that, We'd stop all the big goals we kind of had for 2020, and we were really going to focus on bringing joy to our community. And that kind of became our North Star. Um, and then it became a lot easier to plan things around that when you kind of know what the goal is. So we started doing supply drops, which were kind of our fun way to, you know, give a little excitement into the world, do a fun product or snacks or different things to do with kind of how people were feeling at the time. And it became a really nice way to respond to what's going on and also like as a business kind of have some fun. Um, and so I think we've just tried to do our best to kind of take it day by day. Um, but it's hard. And I think you kind of got to be kind to yourself and take a break when you can and know that, you know, some days Rachel's laughing because I'm terrible at taking a break. <laughs> I work like 10 to 12 hours a day, but 3M starts three hours before me and finishes. Oh, <laughs> so, wow. Girls, get some sleep. <laughs> I'm like the slacker. <laughs> yeah, saying, you know, I'm going to take an hour off to go for a walk. Like those kind of things, I think we all just got to go with the flow and roll with all the punches that are keep coming our way. Absolutely. But it's not easy at all. Um. Speaking of like COVID and all that, uh, what are your goals for the future of 2021? What are your dreams of what Ateo can become? I think that we try 
since the beginning, and I hope we stay like this forever, is that we really care about, we want to scale, obviously, but we really want to scale as like humans and a business, and that everyone that buys an Ateo product has this like magical experience, that they're part of this community where they meet friends or people to play games with, and they feel like really a connection to the brand. So I think that obviously, like every other business, we want to grow, we want to sell more products, but I think we want to make sure that when we do that, it's in a really thoughtful and intentional way. And we would rather have like 10,000 more people buy a product, they love the product, they then recommend it to their friend than like a million random kind of people floating around. I think we really want to grow in a really thoughtful and kind of kind way. And I also think there's a lot we can do around innovation and really unique products. I think our sitters, because of their name, the pants design for sitting, really showed people like exactly what we meant by like technical apparel for gamers. And I think there's really exciting things we can do around innovating apparel and kind of iterating on the amazing product we've already launched. It's awesome. Like it's really heartening to hear a small business want to keep the whole aspect of being human instead of becoming a corporation. That that brings something to my heart. Thank you. It brings joy to his cold heart. <laughs> I'm just uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm excited. I know you do you do, you have been doing those supply drops. I know right now you are doing the personalized custom name drops. Um, the one thing that got us attracted to you was, of course, the Thank You Games collection yes. for women's wear, <laughs> of course. Um, but when will women's wear return? Because I'm excited to get more <laughs> women's wear too. Great question. We are working on it. Definitely sometime, you know, in the new year. Um, everything's just a little bit more complicated in terms of production right now, but we are so excited. We want it to come back too. I promise you there will be women's product for sure by March. Um, <laughs> I've already committed that, so I don't know if she will figure it um, by March. Figure that one um, out. Maybe sooner, but definitely by March there will be a launch. But yeah, we love the women's wear, and it's, it's we've loved Thank You Games and the whole community activation and video and all that was just so much fun for us to do so we're really looking forward to seeing what we can do for the next women's drop are you gonna be like inviting the same the same people too no we're gonna have to figure something out there's no more in-person video stuff so we're gonna have to get creative like the worst thing you can do is invite like 50 people to your apartment oh (laughs) yeah true that's fair Um, but no, we'll have to come up with something fun. And there's so many amazing women in the space that we can collaborate with. And I think that is the extra fun part of our job, getting to do that. That's awesome. Well, um, I, we all have to really say thank you so much for partnering with us to provide those custom Ateo zip-up hoodies for our one-year anniversary giveaway. Which, yes, any of those in the chat, <laughs> there's still time. <laughs> Um, but, uh, uh, Christine literally dropped that on Lloyd and us like in stream that this was happening. So we just have to know, is there a chance, is there a chance for us to get our own hoodies? (laughs) We can definitely work something out. I mean, I think we're always trying to work out how we can put more customization and personalization onto stuff. Um, but yes, we would love to do that. Yes! (laughs) Best news I've heard all day. excited when you guys reached out we're excited for you guys to get your product and the giveaway is such a great idea thank you well good gonna have to definitely look into that (laughs) yes and those who are listening on the stream right now you can actually go to ateo.com and actually get your own 
custom Ateo gear now if you want to. Like, if you don't even want to wait for the for the giveaway, I say just go and buy it because seriously, they are so worth it. <laughs> they are very <laughs> comfy. That's my plan. <laughs> We've both been living in a lot of Ateo lately. Yeah. Yes. Our supply drop now, you can get like your name embroidered, which is fun. Yes. Very, very fun. Very, very cool. Um, where can they find you besides uh, Ateo.com? So our socials are Ateo underscore on both Twitter and Instagram. And I'm Rachel Lipstick and Brienne is Brienne HP. And we're kind of always hanging out in our Discord. So if anyone wants to chat with us or has a question or order question, all of it, we're hanging out there and available and we love to chat. And Monday nights we do a Discord chat, um, boys, you can come hang out with us And every at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, we do a live weekly update on Instagram and trivia. It's so much fun. <laughs> Yes. Again, thank you so much for joining us. Um, do you have any other last words for our or words of wisdom for our listeners right now? Join our Discord. Yeah, we'd love to meet everyone in Discord. That would be so great. Yes. Yeah. It's a great community. So yeah. we'll get the link back there onto our Discord. And we'll also put the link on our YouTubes and as well on our website for you. So. Well, <laughs> um, I thank you. Also, it looks like you, Prana, brought some people over to us. Thank you guys so much. Uh, let's see. Um, Dr. Uh, Dr. TF for joining us. Ateo Mom Forever for um, following us as well. Norris finally following us. I see you, Norris. <laughs> yeah, we see you. We're <laughs> But anyway, um, thank you guys so much. Uh, we also do... Uh, we also do content here at RNG and T, so stick around. We still have the rest of our show. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay. Thanks, guys. Thank, Thank you, you so much. <laughs>
Did you say our, Bill DM? Well, I mean, it's like our Bill DM <laughs> as opposed to saying our DM, Bill. That's well, like, Sarah, it's been a long week. <laughs> no, I'm just giving you credit. I thought it was funny. <laughs> yes, and we also have Sunny and we also have um, Skurro, Mr. Trash Panda TV. It's just hard. Skurro with your name as Guy or Mac and then, like, you have so many names. You girl. are Mac. Like, I, I don't. I don't know. I do is yeah. Mac just fits him somehow. I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> Mac. Okay, we're gonna keep it Mac. He uh, he will forever be known as Mac. Yeah, you're not Skuro anymore. You're Mac now. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't know, our one year anniversary giveaway is still going on. Um, it is a Gleam link. You can check it out on our Twitters, our Instagram. I'm trying to figure out where else we put it in there. Our Discord. website, Discord. You do not want to miss that out. Um, for Eight your... days, people. Eight days. Time is running out. Yes, it does end on the 28th. We will find out who will win the... Let's see. We got three prize packages. Again, one of them is a $20 gift card of your choice to anything you want. Your choice. A Pac-Man, Coach Brown, leather wallet and ring. Um, and then the second prize package is the Ateo RNG and T personalized zip up hoodie. Come on now. You heard these girls. They are so awesome. Um, a D20 blanket, another Pac-Man coach leather wallet, and then the final prize package is an Ateo RNG and T personalized zip up hoodie, a Razer keyboard, a Turtle Beach headset, and and Lloyd what? What? I I am hard of reading right now. Uh, doesn't that look like a virtual date with Sarah and Cookie? <laughs> no, this is a virtual date with Lloyd. Silly Lloyd doesn't know how to read. <laughs> look at Beats by Fay is so excited ever since we we announced it. I know Beats by Fay really wants this prize, Lloyd. Gotta give the fans decibels a- isn't like excited. You don't want to go on a date with me, decibels. <laughs> <laughs> Carla, I don't know about <laughs> That will be Lloyd's decision. That's a, a consent issue. Not the date, though. He has no choice in that. So, <laughs> I don't fuck on the first day, guys. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, unless you ask nicely. Just kidding. Oh my um... gosh, Decibels. <laughs> Decibels says in chat, we're going to do a VR chat and free it up, big boy. <laughs> Big boy. <laughs> you comfortable yet, Lloyd? You a winning son? My winning. <laughs> My nipples are erect, Sarah, okay? Are you happy now? Okay. Sarah's like okay. dying here. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Max says to put lipstick and a wig on Lloyd. And he's about it. Let's oh, go. we know it. All right. We know his taste. Hey, respect these guys. He's got his thing. Lloyd has disconnected from the Mega Wall. Uh, uh, anyway, um, other th- other updates. We had our extra live stream. That was, was that? last weekend, wasn't it? Couple weeks. Couple weekends, weeks ago. Ago. Okay. weeks ago. Yeah. It's wow. felt. It's, it's it felt like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and on short notice, we actually achieved our goal at one thousand five dollars. We are so stoked. And so grateful for all of you for supporting us during our 24-hour stream. Um, go ahead. Who was the top donors? 
top donors. We've got in the chat right now, Des uh, CXC Decibels, Dark Flux, which I don't know where he is, but he should be here, and Newbers. <laughs> um, between the three of you, uh, you guys raised the most money for us, or donated, I should say, donated the most money for us. And if it wasn't for you, I'm not sure if we would have gotten to our goal. So thank you guys so, so much for your contributions. So appreciated. We are so lucky to have people like you and everybody else who donated. Uh, we're looking at you. We know. And we really appreciate everything. Um, anytime you guys donate money to us, it was super appreciated. We were, were very, very happy. It was such short notice that we kind of put this together. Very we didn't even fully like have prize pool stuff or anything. It was made up on the spot. Um, but it really showed, you know, how, um, just how wonderful you guys are and how, uh, we're really lucky to have you guys with us, um, throughout the whole stream. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. We, we really, really appreciated it. Um, like, like Sarah said, we just brought up goals on the spot, like Pelly's makeup stream. Like people didn't know who Pelly was <laughs> and he actually came on stream and I was able to put makeup on him. Um, another thing that we just put up was Lloyd getting a VTuber model. And yes. It's happening. <laughs> Let's it's, just say that. It's happening, guys. What? Yes. Lloyd, you're going to be a pretty, pretty VTuber. Yes. Seriously? Yes. So it's not just us two on screen. Exactly. We know you don't like to show your face. So it just only makes sense that you would have a VTuber. I know. We're pretty stoked. He's speechless. I don't believe it. <laughs> No, oh, believe speechless. it. Believe <laughs> it. We actually do have a little preview. This is the last preview that we got for his little VTuber. I don't know if you can see it, but it's very, I don't know. There's too many expressions going on here. What is this? Guess. Yeah. Could anyone guess what his VTuber will look like? <laughs> I don't know if I see it. <laughs> uh, oh, I don't. Does it have big anime titties like Omega Wall tells us? <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll have to see. We'll have I, to I see. I know it's going to be big, uh, expressionful, <laughs> expressive, expressive, expressionful, expressive, expressive uh, anime eyes. I'm sure. <laughs> also, Beats by Faith uh, says that. Uh, they're excited because it's going to prep for your virtual date. So, here you go, Lloyd. I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> I have to put the wig and lipstick on. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. But you have the VTuber to, to do dress up with, so it's fine. I'm so excited, though. Like, I'm really excited that he's getting a VTuber. So, like, when he streams, we can actually have a VTuber. <laughs> <laughs> a male VTuber, too. We're going to be on the map. <laughs> gonna be unique i love it i love yes. it so yes we do we do have we, we do have that preview for you guys but just you wait it's gonna be yes. exciting yeah it's probably next podcast episode we'll have uh -huh. him on screen yeah you know it get ready lloyd get ready to animate so quiet <laughs> He's Sorry, I keep on clicking away. I'm talking a little bit, and I'm like, "Oh shit, I'm not on the right <laughs> fucking goddamn Zoom." <sighs> Come on, Lloyd, you're a producer. You should know how to be up on Adam. But, and... but I'm tired, Cookie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
hungry. <laughs> We're all tired. Yes. I'm, yes. I'm actually doing okay, but that's because uh, I prioritize sleep over probably anything else in my life. So mm, that's good. Yeah, that's good for yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> it's after many years of not. So <laughs> technically, I've been tired only because I've been playing my PS5 this past week. No, you know, I'm just I'm tired. I have my PS5 yeah. here. I I know. <laughs> so, which poor kid did you have to beat to get that character? I didn't. Like, day one, since they opened up the damn pre-orders, I'm like, I'm going to get it. I'm going to turn on all my notifications. And I did. It was sitting there on the Amazon listing. I told, yelled over at Pelly. I'm like, hey, it's open. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, he literally was just in bed, and he just kind of, like, Went over, slowly walked over, looked at it, click add to cart, <laughs> buy. I'm like, how is this enough time? I thought it would be gone by then, but he actually had enough time to put it in the cart and actually buy it, pre-order it or whatever um, a month ago. And we just got lucky. <laughs> yeah, we've tried. My brother has tried a couple times. And even when they were redoing it recently, still couldn't get any. So... No PS5 yet for us. We're going to wait. <laughs> I hear they're coming out with more stock uh, next week. Oh, that would be important to know. <laughs> I'll turn on the notifications on for you and just kind of like send you the website links. Like, hey, it's up. Yeah, definitely. Be patient. Hey, now. Now. <laughs> yes. yes, I'm flexing Mac. I am <laughs> so happy for it. It's true. Uh, decibels. I will actually take a picture of the PS5 where it's at. We have. I have a very big entertainment stand in front of me right now with a big TV, so I can just like sit here and play if I wanted to right now, because it's in front of me. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I won't do it. Um, yeah, fuck the podcast. I'm going back to Miles Morales. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I could totally do that. Uh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> but. Um, get it. I really don't care about the Xbox, but the PS5 is amazing. Um, I actually won an Xbox Valhalla code, so anyone in chat right now, you will randomly, someone will randomly get it. So let's just say that. So come to our Twitch stream, because you never know <laughs> when I'll just, like, like, give away something. So, um, that's our RNG and T update, so let's go ahead and go over what the monthly news were. Um, let's see. It says here the NFL will hold a virtual Pro Bowl this year with players competing in the Madden video game. Oh, so this is going to go as well as the fucking NBA 2K shit that they were, or no, the NASCAR shit that they were trying to NASCAR, do. NASCAR, yes. And then NASCAR people were like, this ain't real driving. They're probably going to yeah. say the same thing. They're probably, I mean, it's almost worse, too, because at least you can simulate um, driving. Uh, football's a, a little different. <laughs> but they're doing football games already. So why would they hold a virtual Pro Bowl? So that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, that is weird. Because, yeah, it's not, football hasn't been canceled. No. Yeah, it's probably going to get canceled. Oh, soon. really? Oh, okay. I mean, like, how everything's been going with COVID lately. Like, I don't... Yeah, but my yeah. sports! <laughs> so, I don't know. 
Would you watch a Pro Bowl virtually? I don't watch sports ball, so probably oh, no. <laughs> I know. That's like, uh, pro- no? <laughs> Never been my thing. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I, I don't. No, I'll probably check it out just because. Like, <laughs> every week at least I take a look at the NFL scores and see what are the highlights. That's yeah i'm i'm uh, of the couple here i am not the nfl person that would be uh my <laughs> the other one so i just i sit there and go oh did the team wait no we want to lose so that our coach gets fired is that what we want i'm confused <laughs> so yes uh speaking of more sports i know sports sports but sports. i guess they're just trying to get into the gaming business too of course uh how do you say her name? Is it Dua Lipa? Uh, I think it's I think so. Dua Lipa. I think okay. So. Dua Lipa will be a playable character in FIFA 21. Yes, which is pretty awesome. <laughs> I know her as the musician, but apparently she's a huge uh, soccer fan. So that's cool. Now, is she going to be playing with the boys, or is it like I remember they were having like a separate thing? I'm not just really women. Sure. I don't play FIFA. Norris, um, where are you? Yeah, Norris. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, the pictures of her show her in a soccer uniform, so I guess she's just in there. <laughs> <laughs> she's just in there. Uh, Pelly's asking, does she even play soccer? But she is from England, I want to say. She's English, so you yes. know how it is over there. It's very popular. Yes. Football. Yes, football. Football. Uh, European sports ball. It's uh, not football American. It's football. (laughs) In French, uh, football is soccer, of course, and football American is uh, (laughs) our football. Football American. I forgot you can, you know a little French. Mm -hmm. Well, I took four years of it in high school, and my parents are both fluent in it. It's kind of sad I'm not, so (laughs) don't be that impressed. (laughs) Oh. Lloyd, do you know French? <laughs> I only know that in je ne sais quoi. Which, yeah, that just means I don't know what. <laughs> awesome. Well, I learned something new about Lloyd. <laughs> he knows I know too. He knows how to ask, uh, do you speak French? And I don't know what. <laughs> By the way, if you want to say, uh, I don't know French, you might just want to say, je ne sais pas. <laughs> je ne sais pas. P-A-S. Ah, okay. Yeah. If you say je ne sais quoi, it's going to be a very weird response. Because je ne sais quoi is usually more of a phrase, actually. You might say, like, they just have a certain uh, je ne sais quoi. Like, a certain thing about them. I don't know what is what it literally means. (laughs) Yeah. Decibel says you're going to French your way through the virtual date, so, yeah. Beats my face says, ooh, say more French, Lloyd. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I knew more French. I took German in high school, and I still don't know how to speak German. <laughs> That's a hard language. I regret not taking Spanish, because that would have been way more useful with my current job. <laughs> I like how we're getting so off-tangent <laughs> with this. Let's... Well, anyway, I mean, it's sports. We... You give the fuck it's sports. sports. <laughs> All right, let's talk about, you know, more true video games true video games apparently the online edition of the big house one of the largest super smash brothers tournament series in the world has been canceled because 
Nintendo, of course. Nintendo issued a cease and a cease. <laughs> a cease. A cease and desist. Thank you. You're a welcome. <laughs> this, is, this is why I love you guys. Delicate cookies and dead French. Um, but it's Nintendo. They say it's because it's a mod. Um, of course, because they they don't like mods on their own games, and it's kind of sad that within the fighting game community, Super Smash Brothers Melee is the mm-hmm. most beloved out of the FGC, and they yeah. just want to play it. Yet Nintendo doesn't support that, and I don't get it. Nintendo's always so. One thing I did hear that. Um... And this is probably going to get off to a very weird tangent, so I'm going to try to keep it as reined in as possible. And Nintendo has always been really, um, h- how do I say, protective of their products. Um, and I've heard that actually might be partially um, being a Japanese company. I guess in Japan, um, like how companies are, um, h- how how they appear as, and also for um, and stuff like that is is really important to the point that. You know how we kind of joke that, like, if we mention Coca-Cola or whatever, we have to say, like, we're not sponsored by them right. or whatever. In Japan, apparently, they take that to, like, a 10. Um, and so it's even, it's even like, really more stringent. Um, so that might be kind of what's happening here. Um, and the only reason I know that is because uh, my brother uh, heard it from his favorite Japanese VTubers. So... <laughs> Take that as you will. <laughs> no wonder you're like, I'm just going to re- keep it reined in into topic. <laughs> it has to do with VTubers again. <laughs> it always does. But anyway, um, that's because Nintendo for years has been always super, um, you know, careful about about uh, their products. I also feel like part of it might be, too, that um, they're trying to be seen still as family friendly. Wasn't there a, I don't know if this is true, but I remember there was a thing uh, many, many years ago where they were basically doing season desist on, like, the porn uh, satire, uh, not satire, but, like, the porn ripoffs of Mario um, and stuff like that. And so I don't know if that's part of this, too. That wouldn't <laughs> surprise me, but, like, they've been on a crusade on YouTube, too, mm-hmm. where, like, you can't even do content without getting demonetized because Nintendo's like, that's our money. Yeah. Even though you're actually making content to advertise their fucking IP. Oh yeah. But I think also like with that issue, kind of, kind of what I mean about the whole family friendly thing. Cause a lot of our favorite VTubers, sorry. A lot of our favorite YouTubers, you know, are not exactly for kids. Um, so I think there's kind of a combination of all of that together, but yeah, I'm not surprised this happened, but of course, disappointed. Of Very course. Sad. Disappointed. Yeah. <sighs> let us have our nice things nintendo (laughs) and it's an old game too like it's not like it's well i know they they're playing ultimate too but it's melee it's an old old game that was like gamecube just let it go (laughs) the thing is is like nintendo could do so much by just endorsing like evo or any of these fucking fgc tournaments to a certain degree instead of like looking a blind eye to it and not even like acknowledging that there is hundreds of thousands of people playing this game to win money. And it's only furthering like the sales of Super Smash Bros. when those tournaments are in 
the limelight. It, it drives me nuts that Nintendo just doesn't want to, like, do that. For sure. Sarah's, Sarah's laughing so, at So, Mac in, in our chat was trying to say, if you ain't having people make porn with your characters, <laughs> can you even consider yourself successful? Which, fine. But he misspelled it <laughs> to say pork. And I, I like that a lot better. If you ain't having people make pork with your characters, are you even successful? I like I like that. That's a tagline. You, know? <laughs> you gotta I, pork I, your Nintendo characters. Okay. You got it. <laughs> Making that bacon, as Carlotta says. Oh, jeez. All right, we're going way off topic again. But yes, Lloyd's point still stands, but I'm still laughing. <laughs> okay. All right, there is this problem with the... A League of Legends character. Um, you know this character by the name of Seraphine? Yes. Cute pink hair. Likes her cats, big glasses. Yeah. Could be you if you dyed your hair pink. Kinda, yeah. Um, I don't have a cat, but yeah. I, the the <laughs> glasses are very one. <laughs> you one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I need to get that e-girl look. Um, yeah, so this situation is... There's no other way to describe it except creepy. Um, this has been kind of going around circles and stuff. But there's this uh, woman who goes by the name Stephanie. Mm-hmm. Um, who she basically believes that her likeness was uh, taken by Riot to create this character named Seraphine. Now, on the surface, this sounds ridiculous. But when you re- – she made a, a blog post kind of explaining her reasoning. And she sounds pretty um, – <laughs> I mean, she sounds pretty reasonable when you read her blog post. Um, and her reasons are – I I can see why she feels this way. Um, I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but essentially um, she, not only does she look a lot like this character, um, like the, the side-by-side pictures are really creepy Uh, and their names, even too, Stephanie Seraphine. Yeah. That's weird. Um, But also her main, her main reason for believing this is um, there was at one point she did date someone who uh, worked for riot and um, this person had uh, this person kind of kept kind of kept insinuating that he wanted to use her likeness as a skin um, skin idea for something, which she kind of would be like, eh, I don't know about that. Um, but even kind of weirder is that he managed to get her a tour of the riot facilities and managed to convince one of the artists there to basically draw her likeness as a as a cat kind of character. Um, so it's just kind of weird because now we've got an artist who has her, who knows of her likeness other than this, this guy she was dating. Um, and I think that was the main thing. Um, and so, and also she just kind of, she had some of the pictures, like promo pictures of the character are just kind of eerily similar to some of the pictures she had sent to the guy she was dating, like her on the beach her cuddling with her cat. Um, there's also a thing about her drawing. She likes to kind of sketch and doodle, and some of those look a little eerily, kind of like the sketch and doodling that the character does. The other, um, and I don't know League of Legends that well, but I guess the other kind of damning thing is she wrote a paper about, again, I don't know the context, but I think they're like the two worlds that are like, work that kind of are against each other in league of legends i don't know if i can find the names in time i'm sorry i don't know the league of legends storyline very well <laughs> but she uh, uh piltover and zon I, I those names mean nothing to me but i know they mean a lot to league of legends people and she wrote like an academic essay about it and apparently uh this guy she was dating like sent her essay around to 
several of his colleagues, which she was like, uh, you didn't have to do that. <laughs> um, and I guess like he had it framed somewhere in his office too. So it was public. And I guess the, the reason that's creepy is I guess the character is from both places, not just from one. So that was kind of weird. Um, so yeah, um, she, she's, she's getting a lawyer together to kind of, to, to kind of see if there's a claim for this. Cause for her, it feels creepy and she's had people who know her in real life kind of be like, Hey, is this you? So it's not just like, nobody's thinking the connection. Um, I believe Riot put out a notice that said that they denied, which of course yes, they were going they to deny. They denied that there was a likeness, and they did say that the person that she mentioned that she was uh, going out with—I um, should say—they she stopped dating him after like three months. She said they broke up for you know they were moving and stuff like that. Um, and so the but Riot has said that that person no longer works uh, with them and also should not have had the power to be able to have that kind of influence which actually she brings up she's like i don't think this guy i dated should have had this influence but he kept saying he did when they were dating so it's just kind of weird he um, didn't really say that he did he just kind of like adored her like it's just kind of hard to know what's going on with their relationship because yeah. we're only seeing her point of view yes everything seems very very creepily similar yeah. um but Maybe he just really adored her when they were dating. And that's why I was like, I'm going to frame her work or whatnot at Mm -hmm. my desk. It's just... Yeah. He definitely was very strong into the relationship. Honestly, the way she described him being so strong in the relationship, I felt a little creeped out. She seemed to not really mind it too much, but then they, you know, they end up breaking up. Um, But I, I remember thinking like, that's... I don't know if I was like two months in a relationship and some guy was like, I'm going to base, you know, a skin and league of legends off of you. And I know the people to do it. I'm not, I would be, I'd feel a little weird about that two months in like six months in, we can have that discussion. Um, you know, so that I, I guess he, he moves really fast, I guess is what I want to say that is, but or, yeah, we only, or, or conspiracy theory, right? Oh, Games no. actually hired them just so he can go out with her, or maybe someone was stalking her on her Twitter and they had him go out with her and get in all of this information about her, and then and then and then make this character out of her. I don't know. <laughs> it's like That'd be fucked up. That is so screwed up. Oh my lord! Like it's it is, and again, I we there's so much to say about this but um i don't know if it you know we don't know (laughs) um it is creepy like i can see why she feels creeped out if i was in if i were in her shoes i would probably want to say something too um because it is creepy um so but i'll be curious to see where it goes but of course like we said riot has denied which we all knew they would like that's nothing new um but i don't know we'll see if she decides to see if she if her lawyer decides that she may still have a case, I don't know. So it's just kind of hard because everyone, not, I'm not going to say everyone, you see a lot of girls who look like this nowadays. Like, as I said, if you dyed your hair pink, you would look similar to this girl. Yeah. So the, to, to be said, to be fair, I do not have the same body type and she does have the same body type as the character. Like I saw like more of a, like, there's pictures you can see of more of her full body, and even that's kind of creepy. <laughs> that's true. At, like um, the picture at the beach. That was, yes, that yes. Was a little... Yeah. Uh, by fate. I mean, you could say it's a form of flattery, but if I don't give permission for it, it's creepy, not flattering. That's the thing. Like, 
it's one thing to get permission for it and do it. It's another thing to, to me, it feels very exposing if this happened to me. Um, now, thankfully, I wouldn't say that I have very recognizable features. Uh, what are you? Uh, I am short, curvy, uh, brown hair, and straight with glasses. Oh, okay. You know, so whatever. But, like, for her, she is a bit more of a, like, she's the pink hair especially, and just even the overall look of her face and her eyes. So, I, mean, I don't know. Like, even the glasses are the same shape and show. Yeah. So that's, that's where it gets kind of weird, too, for me, because, like... And I'm not even going to deny, like, both of, like, the character and her are very attractive. And yeah. I can see where a creepy dude would be like, yeah, we got to fucking put her in the game, you know, like, right now kind of thing. Because, like, I have the male mindset. And it's like, uh, that you can't do that. You, you have to kind of be nuanced about this shit. Maybe, like, actually marry her before you do that kind of thing get her permission through that so it's funny you say that because i one of and i i have to apologize i haven't done much more research on this riot has come out and i don't know if riot came out and said it but actually they do someone in riot has said that actually seraphine is based on somebody else i believe the wife of someone in riot yeah something like that yeah i have not looked into it I don't and know. If we actually had pictures to kind of like judge, and it's like, okay, they they're twins, basically. Then I could see this being a huge coincidence. Yeah, absolutely. So but if not, in this uh, like wife looks like totally different. It's like how the like how how the fuck? So I had a question because this is very 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 similar feels to when Lindsay Lohan went and did that. Was it an actual lawsuit? I don't remember. Against she did, Detroit. I think. Yeah, I think against she did. Try to, yeah, I think she did try to go through with it, but I don't think she won. I don't think so either. Because to be perfectly honest, I don't think the rock star girl really looked a lot like Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> Was especially a bit of a... nowadays after the drugs and stuff like that. <laughs> she just doesn't know. Well, it was. You know, I mean, it was a bit of a generic blonde-haired woman. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, she... But yeah, um, actually what this also reminds me of is um, Ellen Page... Didn't Ellen Page do something for Last of Us? Or did she... The, try to... I, no. No, she didn't? Okay. She, like, Ellie and uh, Ellen Page look similar. And there was controversy about that earlier on, but... As she grew up, she doesn't really look like Ellen Page Mm-mm. anymore in the second one. So, like, I don't think there's that much of a controversy around that anymore. No. Like, yeah. And, like, we, we all know Ellen Page did the Beyond Two Souls game. Yep. But then got confused and thought she was also Ellie in The Last of Us. But it didn't come out much of it. I don't think Ellen Page... I don't think she pushed it. Yeah, I don't think she pushed it, but I just remember hearing about that. But yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know what's going to come out of this. Um, So personally, if you mm -hmm. saw a video game character that's exactly like you, say Callie left and and she (laughs) went and joined a video game company and kind of all of a sudden a video game comes up and looks exactly like you without your permission... Would you be flattered at least? Or would you just be like, what the fuck? I'm going to sue now. (laughs) 
I'm assuming that we have broken off, and yes. so and she never talked. No, I I would I would not be flattered. I'd be freaked out. Uh, it, it would not be flattering. Actually, a better example for you to use would probably be my current one of my exes, <laughs> only because I could <laughs> uh, just because uh, of, of reasons I could see. You know, I, I would not be flattered. Um, so I would you be creeped. creeps. Out. We understand. No, that, no, not creeps, but like. Anyway, I'm not going to get into it publicly. <laughs> Sarah has a type. They they almost look all the same. We don't need to talk about that. Uh, but anyway, um, but yeah, uh, no, I'd be creeped out. I, I wouldn't like it. I would not find it flattering, actually. Um, like I said, especially if it's like an ex um, and they did not ask for my permission. No, I, that's creepy. Um, and especially like with this one, it's one thing if it's like, a, we're just designing a character that kind of looks like you. It's another thing if it's like also their name is uh, Sierra and she also has a Shiba Inu and um, also likes to work as a fair like like if it's like not saying they would use all those details that would be crazy but like especially they started just kind of doing a little too close to home kind of details that would creep me out um, so I don't know. I, and Beats by Fate, like, I get what you're trying to say, but it is really, to me, it's really different when you've got something like, like this that's a picture and, like, specific details and, and stuff like that. Yes, you know, people, we are inspired by things all the time. I'm not saying that we're never using people's likeness to inspire us, um, but, like, there's just a, like, again, like Stephanie says, it's just a few too many weird details, you know, and that's what's weird about it. Um, if they just had a pink hair girl, that was like an e-girl. Okay, fine. But the names are weirdly similar. The body type and the face shape and the eye color and the hair color is weirdly similar. Both have cats. Both like to draw. It, it's that that's a little too much. It's too detailed. Um, yeah, too, too detailed. Um, if, like I said, like if, if one of my exes was like, oh, I'm making this character that happens to look like, <laughs> look like me, I would probably laugh it off. But the minute it starts to be too detailed, like a lot like me, no, I'm freaked out now. But that's just my opinion. That's how I would feel about it. Um, if someday someone who met me decide, and again, I think it is different if it was a book, if, uh, <laughs> my ex decided to write a story, um, and included a character like me. I don't know. That would feel different, I guess, <laughs> because it's not with pictures. I don't know. So it then feels... what's the point? Like, it, oh. it, they're taking details of your life into a book, and you'd be okay with it? Well, versus... not, well not, that's not true. If they took specific details, no, I wouldn't be okay with it. I guess I'm, they, were ex they were explaining about, like, books written, you know, based on it. No, that, that would be different if it was, like, specific details. Um, I don't know. I guess with a book, no, it'd still be creepy because you don't have a – you just would have to, like, write it. Like, if you have to write off, like, my life details, no, that'd be weird. No, that still would be weird. I wouldn't like that. I think it just really depends on the on the person. Like yeah. Omega Wiltala goes, if the character was cool, meh. But if the character was trash, I'd be pissed. Yeah. Um, that were, is she looking for money? But I'm I'm not saying that she's just looking for money. It's just I don't know. It's it's a weird situation, and I hope she ha really has a good lawyer to help back yeah. back it up. But they have to get really really good evidence. I know everything looks so similar, but yeah. I mean, I don't know if she really. I don't know if she'll have a case. Um, but yeah, and I mean, again, it's, yeah, Beast by Face asking if it's a money thing. I, no, for me, it's, like I said, if someone asks for my permission, that is one thing. 
but it's to not. Yeah, you know, it, and it's not really a money thing. It's just I don't know. And Omega, I'm pretty sure there's already porn to the character. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I'm not even gonna lie about that. <laughs> and I in and, and Beats by Fate, yeah, people do get spoofed, but remember, especially in America, there is a difference between like a one person citizen's rights versus like a company or celebrity. We have speci- we we do see a difference with those kinds of people. That's why when we talk about like defamation um or libel and stuff, it's you can get in more trouble when it's kind of an average citizen versus like a company or celebrity. So keep that in mind too. Um, and again, like a company can kind I mean, the thing too, is if we think about, you know, possible ways this could be hurtful, I don't know what Stephanie has gone through at this point, but like it, you can ruin a person's life, you know, if you're not careful, this kind of thing, a company will, you know, if it's a spoof, that's one thing, but this isn't a spoof. I like what Despel said that it, it feels like someone created a personal shrine to her without her knowledge. It is kind of what it feels like. And I think that's why I'm uncomfortable, um, especially with the story she gave. So I think let's let's keep in mind that the feelings are valid here. You know, you, you could say that she's not going to win the case. That's probably true. Um, and you could say that she doesn't have a case or whatever, but she feels creeped out. And that's what matters. We can't necessarily say that, like, she doesn't deserve to be creeped out. She does. That's that's fact. So what's she going to be able to do about it? I don't know. But I hope she's okay, regardless of what she does. So that's all. (laughs) I like Decibel. He says, I'm a simple person. I do know one rule of life. If you ever come across your doppelganger, you must fight it to the death. (laughs) I apparently have a lot of doppelgangers to fight. Uh, This is a weird fun fact about me. I've had a lot of people in my life that, like, when they first meet me, they go, you remind me of someone I know. And then they try to get into about, like, how this person is, like, bright energy and unique. But I've heard it so many times. I'm like, are we unique? <laughs> so that's a weird thing that happens to me often. Very weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another thing that's coming out, uh, One Up. Um, I was so mad about this story because this came out the, the day we did our podcast and our last <laughs> podcast. And I didn't see it until after we did our podcast and it broke before our podcast, I'm like, darn it. But we're going to talk about it now. Anyway, it's called One Up. And this is a story that centers on a female gamer named Vivian Lee who quits her college esports team rather than put up with sexism from her male counterparts. So with her scholarship on the line, she is forced to assemble an all-women's varsity team to compete with the boys. Um... This is uh, Ellen Page, which is funny. Mm-hmm. We were just talking about her. <laughs> I know. But and the person who would probably play as me if I ever had a biopic. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> You're definitely in the Ellen Page. Um, and I, I forgot who was the other um, oh, let me see. actress. No, Ellen Page was the main one I knew. Yes. Um, but who Everyone else? knows who Ellen Page is. <laughs> I know. I haven't even watched the Umbrella Academy second season yet. But I need no, to. I just I know her other movies, but not not that one. Where Paris barely barely I don't know. Is that French? <laughs> Probably. I can't find the name. Otherwise, I would tell you. It's on the headline. <laughs> oh, the headline. Oh, I'm sorry. I skipped that part. Paris. I, I'm guessing. Uh, barrel. Yeah, barrel. <laughs> Doesn't look very French, but it might be. <laughs> 
I don't even know who she is. Um, but you either. said it was directed by this guy named Kyle Newman. Kyle Newman. Um, and it comes from BuzzFeed Studios, um, which is the only reason I'm a little hesitant. Um, but I, I mean, BuzzFeed's okay, but I'm not sure how much I trust them with something like this. Um, it's um, on the surface, it's kind of like, okay, cool. You know, let's. That sounds cool. That sounds interesting. But I'm a little worried how it's going to be turned out. Um, they do have a lady named Julia Yorks who wrote the script, and apparently she describes it as kind of the vein of Pitch Perfect, um, which which is actually kind of good news. Pitch Perfect, I don't know if you've ever watched that one. I love um, that movie. Yeah, okay, okay, cool. Secretly. I only saw the I've only seen the first one, so I can't <laughs> tell you the rest of them. Um, but uh, <laughs> I love Anna Kendrick, so... <laughs> um, but which which kind of gives me a little bit of hope if that is true, because I think that kind of a beat and style would work for a film like this. But I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's I'm a little nervous. Um, I, I hope it's good. If it's good, I'm going to be thrilled to bits, but I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's a little weird. I, yeah. I don't know why it's weird. It's just maybe because it's just kind of focusing to something that we're kind of uncomfortable with already like girls don't play video games that kind of thing and now we have to rile up and make an all-women team and i know we've said this before we like all women's team but we wanted to make it co-ed somehow like yeah like it won't matter anymore but yeah we don't want to make this a permanent thing but yeah exactly exactly and i think that's what's kind of i think i see your point because i am Actually, that makes sense because what I don't want this message to be is, um, you know, to be like, hey, you know, girls, you know, we need all girls esports teams. I want the point to be like, girls can play esports together with men and it's fine, you know? See, but I... And this is why I like good games so much because it did have females playing with dudes on the same fucking team and it wasn't a big goddamn deal. Yeah, which I think in those, like, again, like, I, I, I guess it's one, this is one of those movies that, okay, make it now, and then let's not have to make it later. Let's not make this be something that needs to be addressed later. That could, like, we, let's be beyond this, I guess, if that makes sense. Um, I don't know. I'm just, I get your point, though. I'm worried what the message is going to be yes. as a result. Yes. I mean, it'll be, cool. it'll be cool to show that, yes, women can play video games as better, as good as the guys or were equals anyway just i don't know <laughs> the thing that kind of steers me kind of wrong is that it's going to highlight gamergate again and i mm-hmm. get like it's going to be like highlighting it from a woman's perspective hopefully mm-hmm. but like at some point we need to move past Gamergate and it needs to quit being just like the focal point of movies and stuff like that can we just like have a story with a woman protagonist playing video games how fucking hard would that be like that would be more impactful in my head than trying to overcome these scandals if that makes any sense no it does it does and it's such a tricky thing because you're kind of talking about the issue that happens sometimes when you've got um i guess prejudice is the right word to say it we're kind of at this point where it's like okay we know it sucks to be a woman in gaming yes we know thank you it it actually kind of reminds me about um the like women 
panelists in gaming and how they're like, listen, you can invite us for more than just women in gaming panels. Like, put us on the other panels, too, just about gaming. I, I think that's kind of the point you're trying to make and kind of similar vein. Um, and and I, I do agree with you. It is one of those things where I kind of like, okay, let this let's let this movie be made and then let's not feel like we need to remake and readdress this. <laughs> let's it just, let's normalize women in esports. <laughs> yes. So, but yeah. I'm curious because if it says in the vein of Pitch Perfect, it's supposed to be a comedy. I kind of want to see Elizabeth Banks and her co-part in Pitch Perfect <laughs> do commentary <laughs> on this esports game. <laughs> I know. That would be funny. Because it, um, it's kind of in Wilson. line with it. <laughs> Yeah, get Rebel Wilson in there. I, I, I like that. Yeah, um, and when they say comedy, uh, like, I hope when they mean comedy, like, in the vein of Pitch Perfect 2, I, like, I just really hope we don't have to deal with weird comedic scenes of whipping girls into shape to play video games who are not interested in video games. Uh, you know what I mean? I don't think they'll do that, but that's another thing that makes me uncomfortable. It's like, LOL, we gotta get these girls into shape to play video games because they don't play video games. LOL. It's like, no! <laughs> what might redeem it is actually getting, like, our our um, female gamers out there right now. Like, maybe mm-hmm. Pokemon or, yeah. like, Frankie, um, the sports, the esports casters. Anyone who's legitimate actually put into this mm-hmm. would probably be okay. Yeah. And again, like, phrase it as, uh, these are very passionate uh, female gamers. I wonder what game win. they're going to play. Yeah, I wonder what they're... I mean, do you think they're going to do a real game, or do they have to make up a game? I mean, it depends on licensing and things like that. It could <laughs> yeah. be similar to yeah. what uh, League of Legends did with Simpsons and kind of make a spoof on the game, or uh, World of Warcraft and South Park. But for the most part, like you see people make fake games, like Good Game was a fake uh, MOBA in mm-hmm. the same vein as... Uh, League of Legends, but yeah. Yeah, makes sense. Well, we'll just have to see, I guess. <laughs> yes. I love how these quickly, quickly, or quick monthly news turn out to be like so good of a topic. Yeah, I know. Are we going to get to our actual topic today? <laughs> just, anyway, we'll see. Uh, next month, uh, we have the video game. No, I'm sorry. The Game Awards, not the Video Game Awards. I always call it the Video Game Awards because I think of game, and I live here in Las Vegas, and they're also called gaming, the gambling. So anyway, the Game Awards <laughs> nominees came out. Um, there's a lot of categories, like Best Game Direction, Best Narrative, Best Art Direction. This is like the Oscars of video games. Uh, it is. <laughs> best Score Music, Best Audio Design, Best Performance, Games for impact best ongoing game best indie game best mobile best community support (laughs) even vr and ar and (laughs) the only category we mostly look at is game of the year game of the year yes absolutely (laughs) it's the only one really cares about but hey and some of the people ones i guess (laughs) well yeah true the people one like uh best performance i give that too um, so best performance, we have Ashley Johnson as Ellie, Laura Bailey as Abby, uh, Daisuke Suji as Jin Saike, I, th- I hope I pronounced that correctly, and that's with Ghost of Tsushima, mm-hmm. uh, Logan Cunningham as Hades, Najee Jeter as Miles, Miles Morales. 
it's funny that Miles Morales is on here because the game just literally just came out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I guess it's it's popular. That's for sure. <laughs> it's a great game. I, I, I'm... <laughs> But I'm partial, I kind of want Logan Cunningham to get it because I played a fuck ton of Hades and like he does such a good job. Oh, good! You played Hades. Yes. I've never, I've never heard of this I, game. I, I've heard of it. I've been told I need to play it, and I haven't played it. But I've heard. Okay. Do you guys like roguelikes at all? I don't play many of them, but I've heard even if you don't like them, it's not too hard with this one. <laughs> it's probably one of the best roguelikes that has come out in recent years next to Risk of Rain 2 that I've played. Right. And it's even better than uh, Dreamscaper, the one that I reviewed a couple months back. Mm -hmm. Like, I really do enjoy Hades a lot. I think you guys would too, because like it's more narratively driven than mm -hmm. most roguelikes that's what i heard and like dying and coming back and making your character stronger plays into that narrative and i've played i think 20 some odd hours and i'm still getting new interactions and new just lore bits from it and it, it makes me want to keep on playing if that makes any hmm. sense so like i would suggest playing the game okay is it on steam epic it is yep and I think mm -hmm. it's like twenty twenty five dollars, so it's, it's not expensive. Not expensive, yeah, that's what I heard. Uh, the pelican in the chat says, "What is that? Roguelikes." So a roguelike is basically a game where you go through certain aspects and zones and stuff, getting new items, empowering your character, and you only have one life. And when you die, you lose all that, but you get like certain currencies or EXP to bolster your next run, and you basically just run through the same thing. They're usually uh, procedurally generated, so some zones look different. Uh, for like uh, Faster Than Light or FTL, it's about going through space and trying to pick up like certain people and trying to bolster your crew and try to make it out alive from this war zone basically um risk of rain you're just killing things and yeah. getting items so mm -hmm. it's yeah omega Weltall it talks about how it's ba i didn't realize that was an old deal dos game did they make it for steam because i remember a game called rogue and it, the whole idea was that you basically played a family line, if I recall correctly. Like, you had a character, and you, you went through, and you did adventures. But when you died, like, your next child took your place and kept going. But maybe I made this up in my head. <laughs> that sounds like a roguelike, to be honest. Yeah, like, but I, uh, I thought it was called Rogue, but I, I could be wrong. Because, <laughs> uh, let me bring up my Steam. Well, I'm kind of interested in this game already because Chuck in chat says award for horniest game of 2020. Well, that's because Hades looking fine, if I recall correctly. And Decibel says game has produced the most fanfics fan is Hades. So, yeah, the the characters from what I've heard uh, look very fine. <laughs> so that's why. So the game I that I was trying to think of was rogue legacy that kind of has a similar rogue thing. legacy that's what uh, i'm thinking of okay yeah. so yeah. they just came out with rogue legacy 2 i'm not a big fan of rogue legacy because it's one of the harder uh roguelikes but like binding of isaac's another one yeah 
Um, oh, okay, okay, I get it now. Got it. Because I remember Binding of Isaac. Um, but yeah, I out of those choices, it's a hard. <laughs> it's for so game hard of the year. Uh, for yeah. best performance, because that's oh, best performance. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I I didn't know what Hades was, so um, I would give it to Laura. <laughs> Just because yeah. I'm, just because I'm very biased to that game, as well as the shit that she had to go through. Yeah. After the game came out, like, yeah, she did. If she, she was just... able to play such a great heel, yeah. <laughs> um, the bad guy, quote bad guy, then she deserves the best performance. Period. Yeah, and she's an amazing voice actor. I I knew her from anime circles, yes. so it's kind of exciting to see her here. Um, but yeah, for sure. I don't know. I'm not sure if I could make a pick, but I definitely I I kind of hope for that sake because I know Laura Bailey. So <laughs> for her sake, I hope. <laughs> My heart goes at her. <laughs> mm, absolutely. Um, we actually put out the nominees out, out on our Discord too, so we ha- do have a few responses. Um, like for best fighting game, we got Grand Blue versus Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate, Street Fighter 5, One, pa- One Punch Man, and Under Under Night in Birth. Um, and <laughs> yes. Omega World Hall says, Punch Man, One Punch Man, really? Like really? That game was ass. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently it sucked. <laughs> so Omega Wiltas actually in our chat. What what fighting game would you choose for? Yeah, for I'm the sure. Game Awards. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why One Punch Man's there, dude. It just is. Okay, they they ran out of spaces. <laughs> no, they didn't run well, out. Well, they probably didn't have a lot of fighting yeah, games come out I this mean. year, to be honest. Yeah. But like I've played some of the old Grand Blue. I'm not a big fan of Grand Blue. Um, haven't played MK11. That's what Omega Well Tall would say. It's uh, Mortal Kombat 11. So <laughs> he said because of Rambo. Because <laughs> yes, yeah, Rambo is now good enough. Good enough reason as any, I suppose. <laughs> so is Mortal Kombat becoming the Super Smash Bros for movies, basically? Guess and so. wrestlers. Because they keep on adding, like, real-life people into that game. I mean, they have Rambo and Robocop, right? In Mortal Kombat? Who else is in there? Predator? Predator. Um, Not Predator. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger's character. Oh, Terminator. Terminator? Yeah. Terminator. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> okay. I mean, he's both What in was there. the woman, the MMA fighter... I can't remember her name off the top of my head. She was put in there as one of the DLC Ronda Rousey. Characters. Is it Ronda Rousey? That yeah, was the one Ronda I was Rousey, thinking yeah. of. As, as um, not Sophia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Sonia. Sonia Blade. <laughs> wow, I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm getting names mixed up. I can't speak. But it's that's okay. usual here. <laughs> why we're here to correct you with ju- i mean without judgment I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah i out of all of that i think i see more news about Mortal combat i think just because of the characters that are coming out in the game um true anyway game of the year we got doom eternal final Boo. fantasy 7 remake Boo. ghost of tsushima uh. hades <laughs> I'm okay with that. Animal Crossing. 
Yay! That's a better one. <laughs> the Last of Us too. And that's a solid choice. I yeah, I would. I mean, to be honest with you, I actually don't really hate the choices they have up this year. Final Fantasy VII remake. I feel like on principle shouldn't just because it's a remake, even if it is a different game. But that's just my principles. I would love it if Animal Crossing won. By the way, though, I, it would make so many dude bros mad, and I would <laughs> live in dude bros. Dude bros. <laughs> <laughs> it's true though. These gamer boys are out of control. Anyway. Um, just because it would make them so mad, and it would just be my delight. But <laughs> I think they're—I don't know what they're gonna pick. I—I I also wouldn't mind if they like. I think on principle, I feel like doing Ghost of Tsushima or Hades would be cool, just because it's—it's it's unique. They're different. They're not like sequels. They're not remakes. You know what I mean? So, but that's well, just—I would argue Animal Crossing. It should is. get game of the year just because of how it helped people through COVID this year. That's fair. That's because it like it was one of the first games that kind of like gave people a way to interact with others and all that mm-hmm. in a wholesome way. So, like, I hope Animal Crossing wins it. If Doom Eternal gets it, it like, I'm gonna be a little miffed because like the game's okay. It's not game of the year material. Final Fantasy remake, really good remake, but I think Final Fantasy VII got Game of the Year a long ass time ago, right. and it should just hold on to that one. <laughs> exactly, that's how I feel too. Um, now, if we weren't in coronavirus times, would Animal Crossing win? I probably not because probably Animal Crossing would be on the list. <laughs> yeah, because it's always been a niche kind of game like it only hit mainstream because of coronavirus in my opinion i i think it was mainstream before then but it definitely reached a wider audience this time um like it, it's it's like it's like what fire emblem three houses did fire, the fire Emblem games were starting to get mainstream but three houses like all of a sudden put it way on the map and that's kind of how i feel it was for the animal crossing um, cause yeah, I knew what Animal Crossing was, but I never touched the game until quarantine. So yeah, I don't, I think without quarantine, I don't even think Animal Crossing would have made the list to be quite frank with you. Um, but it's still a good game. I, I just don't know if it would have made this, made the list just cause I feel like games like Animal Crossing have to reach a higher bar to get added to this list. I don't think it's fair cause I think they should have a wider variety of games. Um, cause a lot of these games, no offense, are more similar to each other than Animal Crossing is, but you should have a wide variety. So I th- I'm glad it's on here, um, but I think it is unfortunate that I feel it probably took quarantine for it to be on here. So, but I think it'd be cool if it won for that reason. Well, I'm kind of astonished to see Hades on here though, because it's an indie game. It, like most indie games, don't hit game of the year. But that's often. like all awards shows. Yeah. Like there's always that one indie. That movie underdog or TV show, yeah, the underdog, and you're mm-hmm. like, what the hell is that? Why is it game of the year? Or why is it the movie of the year? Why is it the TV show of the year? Yeah, they always include at least one, so I'm not surprised. The most prolific one that I remember in recent times was Undertale. That's yep. the only one that I can really yeah. take off the top of my head. So, but that might, to be honest, maybe it's. What, I mean, Undertale kind of really. I mean. There were indie games before that, don't get me wrong, but Undertale was one of those games that became famous through streaming. 
Um, and so it's kind of what a lot of um, indie games really rely on nowadays. You know, they want streamers to stream their game. Look at Among Us. That game's been out for a couple years, but a couple streamers get on it, and all of a sudden it's super popular again. Um, right. So Chuck was just saying, how is Among Us not up for Game of the Year? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I guess because it wasn't made this year? Yeah, I think most of these games have to be made during the calendar year, and it was made literally two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny, though? Among Us is not under Best Indie category. It's under Best Mobile. That's interesting. wonder if the mobile platform came out this year. Maybe. I guess I never really researched it. <laughs> that's what made the difference. Be curious. I don't know. That's curious. Um, a lot of people are rooting for Animal Crossing just because of the whole we are the world. <laughs> anyway, um, we have RNG PC in the chat. Hey, what's up, Nate? Um, it says, he says, my wife played more Animal Crossing over the initial quarantine more than she has played video games over her entire life. <laughs> um, to the same knowledge of uh, the same I think Lloyd and Dark Flux are kind of the same person. <laughs> because Dark Flux said in Discord, I would honestly say Animal Crossing is the real game of the year because it probably helped prevent a good amount of people from killing themselves and others from going out and getting Rona. Gameplay-wise, it is not the best game on there, but it became it came at a perfect time and helped keep people safe, which is very, very true. Yeah, and it is, I mean... I like that it's got to be on there because it is a different game, you know, and, and games like Animal Crossing are usually kind of poo-pooed, <laughs> so <laughs> it's kind of cool for it to be to be up here. Uh, and then you got also on Discord, Volkai, he says Hades for Game of the Year has to be, I don't know if you can say it's platonic idea of roguelite indie game or small city uh, whatever he says, but I think you can safely say it's the best roguelite yet made. It's able to convert believers out of people who traditionally avoid roguelikes and roguelites completely, so that's saying something. Literally, the only things preventing far more people from playing Hades are that it's not on more consoles and it's not free. I mean, I'm always I always find it cool when indie games can get up here um, for game of the year. So I don't think I I haven't played Hades, but. I wouldn't necessarily be upset if it got it. Ghost of Tsushima, same kind of thing. I mean, I think Ghost of Tsushima was made by a bigger company, but it's a new IP, so I appreciate that, too. Yeah, Sucker Punch um, did Ghost of Tsushima. Right. Um, As much as I like Doom, I don't think Doom Eternal would be Game of the Year, neither Final Fantasy VII, because I'm meh. Not my favorite. <laughs> I'm just biased. Yeah. Well, I would that. hope not. Yeah, Last of Us Two could, and you know, it's the reason Last of Us Two would be kind of weird is just because the Last of Us One got it. I know, but I don't know. It's such I, a good franchise. I, I, I hear you. I know. <laughs> just I don't know. It just feels a little weird. Yeah, I'm but. torn between Animal Crossing and The Last of Us Two. Fair enough. Hades, I don't know yet because I haven't played <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. We're going to have to fix that. <laughs> <laughs> right. I know. I got to fix that myself, too. <laughs> Someday. Uh, but those are the nominees. I'm kind of interested. Oh. Um, Pally says, question, what was so great about last year's Game of the Year? Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. It was made by the people who did um, Dark Souls. I mean, That's... narratively speaking, it was a really good game. Yeah. But... I mean... 
I haven't played it. I've only watched it. So I watched my brother curse at the TV. So you know that's that's that. I mean, facetious, Pelle. Like it, it was made by the people who did Dark Souls. It did have you know, and, and Dark Souls has a very unique way of doing storytelling. Um, it's very it, it's um, more Im- implied rather than explicit. Um, so I think it had a lot of that. It, it was um, did a lot more. Uh, the the um, what, what's the word I'm looking for? The world of the game was was a bit more um, unique and that kind of thing. Um, I'm being facetious, but that's <laughs> there's a lot. To, there's other things to it. I'm not saying it necessarily deserved it, but I don't know who else was up for for grabs for it. But I'm not surprised it won. <laughs> I like how in best multiplayer game. Animal Crossing, Fall Guys, Call of Duty, and Valorant. Why did I write Fall Guys twice? I was really tired. <laughs> We're on a roll. I bet Fall Guys gets that because Valorant. I don't know. You guys haven't played. Well, Kuki, you haven't played Valorant in a while. I actually uninstalled the game, and I know a few of the people we played with uninstalled it. I think Skrull's the only one still playing it. Mm. I would play, but we don't have our squad anymore. <laughs> I just, it was way too much similar to uh, um, Counter-Strike, and I burnt myself out of that game a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, those are the nominees. If you want to check it out, go to, I think, the GameAwards.com. I just want to make sure that link is correct. Yes, the GameAwards.com. <laughs> go vote for the nominees. There's way too many categories, so we're not just going to go through every single one of them. Um, Why not, Kooky? No. We don't have the time. Let's make this a three-hour episode. No. Let's not. Let's just say the multiple choice there is a lot of Animal Crossing, a lot of Final Fantasy VII, a lot of Fall Guys, a lot of... I'm just, like, scrolling through and seeing, like, the most common A little bit of Apex. uh... A little bit of Half-Life. Yeah. So good luck to all. I'm I'm gonna watch it. When is it? December 10th. Oh, the content creator. We could go over that real quick. But like, none of these people I actually like. So never mind. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I don't know. <laughs> I, I I don't know any of those content. I mean, I do know of them, but I just don't watch them. So for best yeah. content creator of the year is Alana Pierce. Um, I heard she recently just got a job with Gamespot. Don't quote me on that because I just recently. Saw she just got the job. Uh, Jay and Lopez, don't know who that is. Nick Merckx, I know the name, but don't know. Um, Tim Tatman, of course, no Tim Tatman. Watch him, yeah. But, but don't watch him. And Valkyrie. Don't know who that is. Yeah. We're, we're, we don't watch enough streamers. <laughs> yeah, Where's problem. Ninja? Where's Shroud? Oh, where's Mark LaPlier? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> No doctor disrespect. Exactly. <laughs> oh, that would be fucking hilarious if he was on that list. Or Dr. Lupo. Exactly. I would actually appreciate Lupo because yes. he's a cool dude. He's a cool dude, at least, yeah. He's very humble. At least yes. he keeps it real. <laughs> Carletta says, where's Nate? I'm guessing she means Nate Bender. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's it for the monthly games. Uh, we're going to go ahead and follow up with this story about Twitch. Because I know we're on Twitch. We love you, Twitch. There's just... Yeah, but you're hurting us. 
You're just gonna say it. Fucking stupid. Sometimes we have to bitch slap you. There's a reason we left YouTube. (laughs) Um. So last episode we talked about how Twitch streamers are getting a bunch of DCMA takedowns for their music. Um. We talked about the one guitarist who's playing his own damn music on Twitch, and he got DMCA'd for it. Yeah. No. Um, so they came out with a response. They put a whole bunch of facts about the DCMA or DMCA. God darn it. DMCA. Um, and someone asked on Twitter, so what about music in the game? The biggest game is about to drop next month, Cyberpunk 2077. Mm -hmm. And we have to mute all music entirely and ruin the experience for in the game. Twitch support response says... You want me to read it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey there. Thanks for reaching out. I love it when they start that way. <laughs> we recommend re- reading through any game's EULA and utilizing any option to turn music off in the game that includes that option or mute the game audio. Fuck you, Twitch. Fuck <laughs> you and your stupid customer service bullshit. Because why? Why can't you? Why? Like, it pisses me off so fucking bad when you're so blatantly, like, ignorant to the actual problem. Because why should we have to mute our fucking game? Because you don't want to go through the process of actually trying to make sure this doesn't get DMC striked. Or working with the game studio to be like, hey, what music can you put in a feature that takes out all the copyrighted music and leaves in the other music? How fucking hard would that be? Like, just open a fucking dialogue with these developers instead of fucking putting the onus on us. It is driving me fucking insane. Because, and and we all know, well, at least in my opinion, because the thing is, is that despite the fact that so many game developers say they don't want streamers, they absolutely do. (laughs) Like, they want their cake and eat it too, and that's what drives me nuts. Because you know what would happen if they actually took the time for us to like for it to be known like a game comes out and goes yeah don't worry about dmca strikes you know stream this as much as you want and then other games would be like ah absolutely not we will do strikes you know we will you know do something if you guys stream this game well guess what i'm not going to be streaming anymore problem solved but that's not what they want (laughs) they want it's just (sighs) just put in the option in the options to turn off licensed music like fallout 76 should fucking do it because like oxhorn gets dinged if he has uh any of the uh open sourced music that they use but some companies have taken copyright over and it's i want to say the gamer word but it's fucking stupid and it drives me goddamn nuts because like it's one option and it's so easy to put in like, developers, get your ass together, or Twitch, start fucking demanding this shit. Like, yeah. we as gamers can't do that. We don't have the fucking power to, because we're too stupid to not buy these games at this point. Like, that's the only way this will change, is if we vote with our fucking dollar, and we fucking won't. You know, I have to give Cyberpunk 2077 credit, though, because they are going to put in an option yes, they did. for streaming. So they, they have. Yeah, they did. Which, you know, I, I think is kind of crazy, but you know what? Good on them. Um, 
so that they actually did that. I, I mean, hopefully we will see um, more games that respond to it like this. I don't know if I quite understand how DMCA strikes really work, because I feel like so often it becomes that the games that, you know, don't really want these strikes. They want people to stream their game. And so it's weird all these hoops they got to jump to be able to do that. But music licensing, I know, is a complicated old law thing that they just refuse to really actually make more modern for the modern world because they're still stuck in old ways so it's it's a mess but it definitely needs to be updated to today's yeah. time especially when everything's streamed nowadays i guess yep. it was a no not so much a problem back then um chuck says he usually spit he usually gets his rock band sunday dmca or muted almost immediately after he posts them um i know square enix has been sending dmcas for i know you sarah rolled her eyes because she's like worried about playing final Fantasy 14 i know i was like oh i was gonna do 14 something easy to stream and now i'm like damn it <laughs> right so it's i they they really do need to up date the dmcas i think it probably has to be a government mandated thing too unfortunately yeah it has to be at this point because the companies are not they're gonna just do what interests them (laughs) the only way that'll actually happen is if platforms like twitch and youtube sue the government to change the law because our lawmakers aren't going to do anything about it or we as gamers need to do something like we did trying to protect uh internet sovereignty to a certain extent with like SOPA and SIPA and actually like right. petition Congress to change these laws to mm-hmm. facilitate what we're actually doing. But as I've seen lately, like the only times we can really rally people into political movements is if we're going to like run off the fucking cliff with like Trump and shit like that. Yeah. So until like, the platform is under attack to a certain degree. I don't think anything's going to change. Yeah. I mean, you, you do have a point like Twitch and YouTube could go to bad about this, but they don't. (laughs) They have the money to do it and it would be in their best interest because it would show their support for the people who make them the goddamn money because the content creators are the one making the money, not them. Like, all they're doing is giving us the facilities to give them ad revenue, or they take half of our damn subscription fee. Like, what are you getting all this money for, but not helping us? Like, actually do something for us, Twitch. Yeah. Uh, it looks like the CEO of Twitch actually apologized for the, the DMCA. Of course, that was the post that they put up. Um it's interesting oh. that the Twitch CEO, Emmett Shear, also promised that they're looking to be smarter in how they handle the content strikes, content strikes versus the rampant AI that is deleting content wrongfully. So, oh boy, they're having bots go through our VODs and whatnot and just deleting them. That's, oops, sorry for that. That is... A horrible idea and it makes uh, sense though because like there's hundreds of thousands even millions of minutes being watched on the platform oh well we we know i mean i'm not against bots it's more of bots auto deleting 
that's uh, yeah. that's what I'm upset about. You know, having bots flag things makes perfect sense. Um, but having auto deletion by bots and having very few ways or few rights really to fight against it is a problem. You know, if there was a, even if it was that they rampantly deleted and there was a much easier way to be like to petition against it, and then, you know, that would happen. Like it'd be annoying, but at least that would work. But that, you know, that's not what happens. They get ignored, even if they're rightfully taken down. So, or wrongfully taken down, I should say. Well, and the other problem that I have with Twitch is uh, a couple tweets ago that they had before like this current tweet um they basically said the way we can petition the dmc strikes are if we email call or mail them like paper mail they don't have a system like youtube where you can contest that on their fucking platform which is egregious to me like why don't we have a system like that on twitch right now yeah, I don't know. I can't say anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, it feels like they're tying our hands behind our back and gagging us in this situation. And all they're saying is, we're sorry, we'll try to do better. And it's like, well, you have to do actions to make this better. Like, this should have been something on, like, your developer's, like, top list. Like, it needs to be fixed now, not later. <laughs> make people mad yeah <laughs> what's funny in light of this news monster cat gold was announced <laughs> this partnership <laughs> between monster cat everyone knows what monster cat is they continuously play music awesome music because sometimes i'd actually use their music on our own streams mm-hmm. um monster cat and twitch came together and say hey we can fast track you to twitch affiliates you can use any of our music license free you just got to pay us so we can get you Twitch affiliate. Oh. <laughs> yeah, pay $5, oh. get Twitch affiliate. Woo! Oh, that's good. <laughs> Why didn't we do this? <laughs> I know, just this would have been way faster. <laughs> Gosh, instead of organically growing, <laughs> what were we thinking? <laughs> oh, gosh. It makes me so angry. Like, why would you put a fast track on that? It's... Why? It's it's dumb because like we had we took the time to actually get fifty followers. We took the time. It's just fifty followers and like what twelve days, twelve different days, and yeah. how many hours? I, I have to 25 say twenty five hours total streamed in one month. Like it's yeah. not hard to get affiliate. Actually, yeah, like you just have to <laughs> put yourself out there. Like I've helped. Give it a try. I think ten <laughs> people now get affiliate over the last year. Like, just with various things of, like, hosting them or just being in their chat so they can get three viewers all in one sitting. Right. Like, just put in the work for it. I'm not saying, like, you shouldn't be able to pay your way into it. But, I mean, it's more fulfilling if you actually take the time and work your ass off to get where you want to be, in my opinion. But five fucking dollars? Really? Yep. Decibel says Twitch is pay to win now. (laughs) (laughs) Certainly what it feels like. Uh, Imagine if they had a separate thing, like you pay $25 to get partner. Oh, gosh. (laughs) 
<laughs> people would stab people at that point because like we have partners yeah. well we know partners that mm -hmm. work their ever loving ass off for that yeah it's funny now because news just came out that monster cat was like wait what we didn't sign up for this and they took out like status of twitch affiliate from their pages so there's no mention about getting twitch affiliate fast track on mm. their page <laughs> so well, they backpedaled like, yeah. I'm yes. waiting for them to blame the intern. <laughs> yes. So I don't know what's going on with that. I'm gonna keep an eye out because that article just that news just came out literally today. So Yeah. I don't know. Twitch. Twitch, what you doing? It's very very what's the word? <laughs> Click clicky and yet. <laughs> And frustrating <laughs> and frustrating and they're also clicky i'm just gonna say that because it's always hard to get a hold of someone on twitch unless you know someone of someone who knows someone in twitch or who's related in twitch whatever or if, or if you make a tweet that gets like a thousand retweets calling out twitch <laughs> unless you make twitch money too so yeah that too exactly it's i don't know <laughs> Uh, Decibel goes, I wonder how much of a surge Mixer would get right now if they were still around. Probably not. Yeah, no. Nothing, because Mixer was a dog shit platform to begin with. <laughs> I mean, you don't see a lot of people going to Facebook gaming because of stuff like this on Twitch, do you? No. Hmm. Well, I mean, the Facebook. monetization on Facebook isn't as good as it is on Twitch. Yeah. So I think that's the driving factor in all of mm -hmm. it. Absolutely. I, I, although Facebook Gaming keeps trying to advertise that there are people using its platform, but I don't watch it. <laughs> I think I know like one guy from like my college that's trying to be a streamer who uses Facebook Gaming. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, I'm starting to get sponsored ads from Facebook Gaming. It's like, hey, you can be a content creator in our platform. <laughs> so I'm like... <laughs> No. I'm not that desperate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. As much as we are hating on Twitch for all of the DMCA stuff that's been going around and Monster Cat fast track, we're still on Twitch. I know. We're still here. So, pretty please. Twitch.tv slash RNG and T. <laughs> I think it's the same thing like with LBR and 14. Like, they. We hated on that game. Well, not hated on it, but we criticized it heavily because we loved it. It's the same thing with Twitch. Like, I don't intrinsically hate Twitch. I just hate the people who are making these decisions badly, if that makes any sense. Yeah, it's it's disappointing, I think, is the main thing. Because, I mean, we all knew... Like, Twitch kind of seemed like, you know, for a while, it was, it was kind of free. Like, I mean, yeah, you had to follow the rules, and they had certain things that were banned. But especially compared to YouTube, you know, it was kind of felt more like you could relax and not really worry too much about what was going to happen with your videos. And now I am i don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> well, and that's really striking, too, because YouTube actually has a better platform for that system. Like, you can contest all this shit where like yeah. twitch you can't, can't. like you're yeah. like you get three dmc strikes you're fucking gone off the platform and there's no negotiating yeah there's not even a process involved unless you actually take the time and call them and who the fuck's gonna call twitch 
Like, no one calls Twitch. Kooky, did you call Twitch ever? No. <laughs> I don't even know if there's a phone number. <laughs> Not Wait, that I call Twitch. <laughs> it's a digital platform. I don't think anybody actually does phone calls. <laughs> I'm just saying that. <laughs> but, I, again, Twitch, just listen to your content creators. Um we're here using your platform i mean without us i'm <laughs> just kidding <laughs> but you're not wrong like come on <laughs> at the yeah. end of the day uh, rise up and take the means of production okay uh <laughs> yes 1-800 fuck you sip carletta <laughs> <laughs> how is that not a phone number <laughs> i bet it is call it We'll call it after the episode. Anyway, thank you so much for staying with us until the last drop. Again, stay tuned to our social media for whenever we are on. Uh, we are on RNGNT, that's A-N-T, on Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. You can follow us on our social medias, Cookie Persona, that's K-O-O-K-Y, on basically everything, Twitter and Facebook mostly, and Instagram. Sarah, where can they, where can they find you? Yep, and I'm under Sarahscopic, so S-A-R-A-H-S-C-O-P-I-C. Mostly on Twitter, so you can say hi to me there. And Lloyd? L-L-O-I-D underscore R-N-G. And you can come to my Twitter and watch me bitch at Overwatch people <laughs> in my Dear You're a Dumbass section of tweets. Yeah, pretty much. I'm he hasn't been banned yet. We're, we keep looking at his account. <laughs> how many days till to, how many days banned free? <laughs> the funny thing is, is I've had like I would tweet something and then I'd refresh the Twitch page and then it would say you have a 12 hour ban. And then I'd go into my account and it's not there. I'm like, oh, someone reported me and someone from Twitch is like, yeah, you're right. That guy is a dumbass. You mean Twitter? <laughs> Twitter, whatever. <laughs> it's all the same. <laughs> anyway, yes, you can listen to on our podcast, um, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Like I said, I don't even know if it's around. Uh, Amazon Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Pandora. Leave us a review. Um, again, we're just waiting to to read one. I was gonna get some old reviews from our old podcast, but now nah, that's cheating. <laughs> I know. Come on, guys. Do a review, please. Yes, <laughs> yes. Begging you. And enter in our, into our one-year anniversary contest uh, giveaway we have until November 28th. So that's in eight days. So Saturday after Black Friday. Get in there. Get your tickets. All right. Well, we'll see you later. Talk to you later or whatever. See you next month. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>